is up, guys? Welcome back to the Anna Creates Podcast. My name is Alex, and it's nice to have you here for another episode. And today, I'll be honest, today is a bit of a uh, all-over-the-place episode, a few announcements, a few thoughts on some stuff that's been happening out in the world and uh, out and around the Anna Creates community. I have just some great announcements, some kind of a catch-up, kind of chat with you guys for a minute, and that sort of stuff. I'm very excited for a couple of the episodes that I have. I'm in the midst of kind of making sure the ideas actually work out. Uh, before I have the upcoming episodes, but I have some really exciting episodes for you coming up. So um, this one, I just wanted to kind of chat and a few things have been happening that I wanted to update you on and and just talk about and bring to your attention. So it's a bit of a uh, an update episode, I guess, a casual, casual episode, casual Wednesday. Um, I guess every episode is Wednesday, so that doesn't really work. But anyway, just wanted to uh, just wanted to sit down and chat with you guys. So today, what do we have? We have a couple different things. All right, so the first thing we have on the agenda here, my little list of stuff I want to chat about. First thing is that I have a new song out. As of two days ago, when you're listening to this, uh, Monday, June June 7th, I had a big day, <laughs> released the new music video and this new song, which is a new cover that I've been working on. It is the new cover of My Head, My Heart by Ava Max. And I just took that song. If you've heard the original, um, I would I would recommend going to listen to the original and then, also, and then going back and listening to my version of it. It's significantly different. I like what I managed to do with it and made it really heavy. So it is... I bumped up the tempo. I tuned it down a bit. I changed it quite a bit, but it is, uh, it's now a, a pretty heavy rock metal song. It's got some screaming in there. It's got some double kick drums in there. It's got a breakdown, all that kind of stuff. So if you haven't checked that out, go check it out. Really, really excited about everybody that was involved in this project. I worked on it with Malcolm Cottle again, who did the Sean Mendes cover with me and who have done a, a number of projects with, and we have even more coming up. So I'm sure you hear about that at some point, but Malcolm did drums on this song and he also did uh, screaming vocals on this song so once again got to work with him and uh it was a really fun process he crushed the drums on this one and i mean i tell him all the time but i you know genuinely i still play the air drums to the drum parts whenever i listen to this song because he absolutely crushed the drum parts on this one so really really cool not overly flashy in a lot of the parts but he takes his moments really really well and i'm sure we'll actually talk about that uh in a future episode because it's a really he crafted the drum parts really really well for this song. So really happy with that. I also had my dear friend Elodie Adams on this. She sang some, uh, she actually surprised me. Uh, she knew I was working on the song. She knew I was working on the cover. And then she sent me a, um, just her singing the kind of female parts. Cause I had been complaining, well, complaining about the fact that I wasn't going to be able to sing the, uh, the, the higher parts that Ava can sing in her version and all the vocal runs and all that kind of stuff. I was saying, man, I'm going to have to figure out how to do the vocals because I actually crafted the track first and then went on to the vocals and realized, wow, she uh, actually moves around a lot in her melodies and what she does. So I don't know how I'm going to be able to sing this because I am not that kind of a singer. Anyway, I was complaining about this to, to Elodie and um, she surprised me and went and bumped up the tempo like I had told her I had done. And she recorded the the la la la's and sent them over to me. And she's like, here you go. I, th I thought you might enjoy this. And I took them and I, th I was like, 
well, this is really cool. There's like a couple layers of them. So I tuned them up. I had to tune them down to actually fit in the song. So they had to be manipulated because the key that I was in is actually different from the original key. Um, and anyway, I, I manipulated them in and I put them in the track and I really, really liked how they actually turned out. They're, I used them as more like a spatial kind of a thing in there. There's a lot of effects on them and whatnot. I just found it really nice in the overall dynamics of the song to have that. But I really liked the fact that I still had a female vocal in there and doing those parts that are very iconic to the song in many respects. That's kind of the, that is the, the iconic part in the song that actually Ava Max ripped off as well. Well, ripped off the, the song that she's kind of covering. I didn't realize this. I, I knew I knew the song, but I could, hadn't put my finger on it until somebody pointed out to me. And actually Ava Max's version, this Ava Max's song is a uh, lift of a different song, which is La La uh, Around the World, La 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 La. I forget who it's by, but she did a kind of a, a cover. The track is basically the same kind of thing. She redid the vocals, and that song is actually a cover of a Russian song. So uh, it's a song that was covered that was then changed that I then covered. But those La 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 La's that are in the song are really iconic to all of the versions. That is a very key melody. So I like the fact that we could still keep them in there and have a female voice doing them because it, I didn't, I just didn't think it would sound very good with me doing it. So Elodie did that. So thank you very much to Elodie for doing that. I had my friend Alistair Sims who mastered it for me. I engineered it, mixed it, produced it, everything like that. Um, Malcolm recorded the drums, his drum parts, and he filmed his part of the video. And then my friend Ryan Tour from Scary Gnome Productions or an SG Studios, where I'm, I go often, I have some vlogs about it and I, I go there uh, quite a bit. And Ryan actually was on the podcast uh, recently but when we filmed that podcast was when he was actually uh, helping me film the music video for this cover. So Ryan filmed the music video, my part of the music video for the cover, and uh, which was really great. We did that at SG Studios. So it was nice to have a few of these people involved, and, and I love creating with each and every one of them. I do a lot of work for Elodie. She has a, a bunch of great music out, so go check out her stuff. I'll leave that link in the podcast description as well. Uh, Malcolm, you know, and I'll put his links in the description as well. He's got lots stuff going on and Al works with me on a bunch of stuff. He's my mastering guy. So if you ever need mastering, let me know because Al's Al's awesome. He's worked on a bunch of stuff with me as well. Mastering, editing, production. We do a bunch of stuff like that together. And Brian, he's you know been a mentor of mine and a, a buddy of mine for a long time. And so it was nice to be able to have him and work on the on the video with him as well. But if you haven't checked it out, that's the song is out now. So go check it out. That's I'm just very excited about that. So next thing on the agenda is I have another song release as well, which is from my friend Ellison Daz, and she just released her new single, which is her third single called Addict. And she also released a music video for it. And the reason that this project is, I, I bring this project up is one, it's so relevant right now and it's so perfect. Um, and it's, it's all about mental health and addiction and that's her whole platform. So Ellison has the Blues Beautiful podcast, which you should absolutely go check out if you just want some kind of funny laugh, uh, humor, around mental health and she's great and really great information there. She has a bunch of different guests on there and very music focused as well as uh, around mental health. But Ellison released this um, this new music video 
with this song, and I was actually the one who directed it with her, and I filmed it and edited the music video for her, and I also produced the track and recorded it all and did did everything for it. And our friend Alistair Sims, who mastered this one, also mastered her stuff. So I will leave the link to that video in the podcast notes as well. Really great stuff, and I'm really happy with how that how that video came out. That was kind of my first music video for another artist. I don't do a ton of those, but I I enjoy doing them. Um, I just typically don't do a lot of them. I'm too busy making the actual music. Anyway, that was really fun. And I just, it's just a really great message that she's putting forth and a really great conversation that she's opening up to go check out her stuff. All the links will be in the uh, podcast notes, which you can find at anacreates.ca slash podcast and then find this episode. So that is the releases from the last, well, couple weeks, I guess, um, that I wanted to talk about. Really excited. My Head, My Heart by Ava Max. That is my cover over on my YouTube channel. And then Ellison Daz's song. Uh, so go check that out. And uh, I hope you enjoy that. And now the next thing that I want to talk about was the Apple event, which frankly also happened on Monday. <laughs> um, anyway, the Apple event was on Monday and this was the event from the WWDC. Now WWDC, for those of you who don't know, is Worldwide Developer Conference. And this is Apple's conference for developers. Now, as you like all of the apps on your iPhone have to be made by somebody. Um, so those are, this is the kind of the community event for developers. And the, at this event every year, they also announce all the different software updates that they're working on and that are coming. So typically they announce them around now and the developer betas go out. And so that developers can get their hands on them and start working on their apps, making sure their apps work so that when the actual public version is released in the fall, all these apps or, or more apps can kind of have a head start to get their apps working. Frankly, I wish that Avid would take a little bit more uh, in this because I would love it if Pro Tools was not always a year behind, but that's not uh, here nor there in this podcast episode, but Apple, the Apple event. So they released a whole bunch of cool stuff, lots of different videos about that. So I'm not going to really talk about a bunch of different stuff, but what I do want to touch on, one of the things that was announced and it's been rumored around. So I don't know if it's actually been kind of announced before I get a little confused because the rumors are so sometimes very scarily accurate and then they actually get announced, but you're not sure if it's the real first announcement or if it was kind of leaked and then anyway, but the thing that was announced was, uh, or the first thing I want to talk about is spatial audio. They're talking about the spatial audio. And at first I was a little confused and they had a, an Apple event, um, presentation interview thing with Sylvia Massey, Manny American, and No ID. And they talked about what spatial audio was and how it's a revolution in the music industry and how it's a revolution with music technology and listening technology, all this kind of stuff. And I was listening to this and I get that they want it to sound amazing and I, they want it to be even better. And it's powered by Dolby Atmos, which is the newest thing in, in music listening and, and all this kind of stuff and Dolby Atmos theaters and blah, 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 lots of different stuff. And I, that technology is amazing. It really, really is. However, one of the things that in this whole thing they were talking about is that's how spatial audio was so different and so revolutionary. And when I'm listening to this, all I can think is, okay, it's, it's 5.1 or surround sound or even 7.1, whatever it's surround sound, but it's now in your headphones. That's it. That's kind of what it is. Now, that in itself is a massive technological advancement. I agree. And I'm going to do more research on this. And if I really find something differentiating, I might do a podcast on this a little more in depth on its own. But basically, the technology to be able to have that happen with the sensors that are in headphones and, you know, head tracking so that it knows where you are and it kind of um, can 
make the sound kind of go around your head a little bit is fascinating, but it's not actually revolutionary in the music creation realm. And that's what they make it sound like in all the promo, which of course is how anybody who doesn't really know how to make music and doesn't understand would think that this is now revolutionary, but it's just taking surround sound and actually bringing it to the masses, which is amazing. We've been trying surround sound for, for a long time and typically surround sound is more for movies and people think about it more for movies and it just never took off for music because most people walk around with headphones or most people, if they are sitting in an area, not a lot of people sit down to just listen to music in front of speakers. So it never really took off because music is such a big thing to be used when going around and walking around and doing other things, which is why I think that this is, well, this is great. I think there's always going to be a place for stereo and just typical the way we listen to stuff. But I'm excited to see what spatial audio actually allows because it kind of, it makes you sound, it makes it sound like you're in a room and the stuff can go around you more than just kind of a left and a right and you can have stuff in the middle and in between, which is currently what it sounds like and even in headphones. So one of the ways they described it was like an orchestra. If you are a conductor conducting an orchestra, you kind of have the best spot to listen because you have the orchestra in front of you and they're, they're fanned out. Uh, and, uh, the, the way that they organize an orchestra is, is beautiful and sounds amazing. And the conductor can hear, you know, here's this instrument and then the next instrument's beside it and then the next one. And it kind of fans out like a half moon around the conductor. But the conductor at the same time can also hear how it sounds coming back from the room behind him, how this room itself sounds, how the sound fills up the room, the reverb of the beautiful orchestra halls that they use. And, and those things are just amazing. But the conductor has that spot. That's the only one that has that spot. Everybody in the audience hears more of the room or, or, you know, it just, it sounds different because they're not right in the middle of the orchestra. And what they're basically saying is that spatial audio will allow us to have that feeling and that, that soundscape like we are that conductor, no matter where we are, whether we're listening in beds, laying on our bed, whether we're sitting up straight in a chair, um, no matter what it is, because it, before with 5.1 and surround sound stuff, you could get that experience, but you had to sit in the dead center of your speaker system, which you had to invest a bunch of money in and do a bunch of stuff to get that. Now it can be brought to headphones. So you can plop in your AirPods and you can get spatial audio, which is giving you surround sound in your AirPods or in your headphones, whatever it is. And that's, that is amazing. And I'm really excited for that. And I'm really hoping that that actually allows for more of this surround sound mixing and breaks the mold of what's going on. Originally it was just mono. And then when a stereo first came out, nobody knew what to do with two channels. So there's early Beatles records and stuff where they didn't know what to do. So they'd like put drums in the left channel and vocals in the right or something. And they just didn't know what to do with it. Nowadays we have more of a thing where, you know, vocals go center, kick and snare or center, guitars are panned left and right. Right. And, you know, we, we kind of have a standard once we break that mold to actually allow mixers to mix in surround sound for the masses, we might get some new stuff and it's going to be a little weird for a bit, I bet, um, because nobody knows, again, nobody knows what to do yet, but 
we can we can start actually doing it before it wasn't worth the time for a lot of music engineers to figure out how to mix in surround sound because well it didn't nobody was going to hear it a very few a very fine market was going to hear it so a lot of live shows were maybe done that way a lot of dvd releases were done that way like movies a lot of people thought about it like movies where you can hear the helicopter flying over your head and then uh, stuff like that but in music you don't have that you don't have the guitar player you know doing a solo while rotating around you but you could have the guitar solo and then you can hear it in the room behind you and like there's different things that we can do so i'm really excited to see what spatial audio is going to bring to music mixing and they're talking about how there are going to be a bunch of releases in apple music with this spatial audio feature but if it's not mixed that way it's just going to kind of be a uh Dolby Atmos um, algorithmic way of separating it and making it sound surround sounding to you, if that makes sense. Um, not actually purposefully mixed that way. And the, the real beauty of this is going to be when it's purposefully mixed that way. And we can hear what the engineers actually want um, you to hear. And that's going to be really, really interesting. So I'm excited to see where it goes. I hope that they actually come up with some tools to let people who have just stereo stuff or want to mix in headphones can actually mix in spatial audio. I think Apple needs to come out with a plugin that we can then use to actually make audio like this. And, and I'm really curious to see what where that's going to go. But I'm going to keep doing my research into that. Um, but very, very exciting. The other thing that they announced and that is really exciting is hi-fi audio with Apple Music. So basically a lot of people um, before they... they really don't like Spotify and the way and Spotify's quality and title was more expensive, but had higher quality stuff. And now Apple's kind of doing the middle ground where they're staying the same pricing wise, but they're now opening up to this hi-fi audio. And there's going to be two different things. It's going to start at CD quality, which is 1644.1, but it's going to go all the way up to 24-bit, 192, and that kind of stuff if your devices support it. And when it's really high up there, you need a different uh, converter to actually hear it that way. Because the thing is, right now, everybody's complaining that, they, that uh, AirPods don't have the hi-fi audio. But if you're listening in AirPods, you are not going to be able to tell the difference between a CD quality and the normal MP3. Like you're just not, it's, it's their AirPods. They're in your ear. You're probably walking down the street. It doesn't matter if it's hi-fi or not. So, you know, people who are concerned about that shouldn't be at this point, but I am very excited to see the fact that they are actually putting money and time and effort and energy behind bringing more hi-fi quality stuff to everybody and and actually giving musicians that high quality sound and allowing us to give the files the rights that how we wanted it to sound the high high quality sound that we recorded actually being able to put that out into the world because up until now that has not been as much of a thing so i'm i'm happy that they're doing that i really hope they add credits and change up some other things for actual music creators as well but We'll see. They seem to be going in the right direction, though. So I am excited for that. The other thing that Apple announced recently or that came to light is Apple's um, one cent per stream thing. And I've talked about this a little bit, but it's really exciting to see that they're putting things like this. They're putting artists or seeming to put artists first. They've also finally opened up more of the behind the scenes uh, platform to actually be able to go into your music account and manipulate um, the information and your your music page and that kind of stuff. I actually just got my invite today to go and uh, mess around with that a little bit in my Apple account for my new songs and all that kind of stuff. So I'm, I'm excited to go uh, dig into that. But that's fairly new. Uh, Spotify always had Spotify for artists so that there was a bit more help in that regard to do pre-saves and all sorts of different things. 
Apple didn't have that, and they've finally opened that up. So it seems like they're going in the right direction. Hi-fi audio, um, being able to pay, pay artists a little bit more than Spotify, double what Spotify pays, having more control for the artists to control their account and control what they have. And Apple has done a few other investments in music-based companies, which I'm also excited to talk about. I'm still doing my research in that, but they just seem to be going in this direction for creators, and I'm excited to see that, and I hope they continue with this and that this is their new thing. They also announced um, subscription for podcasts, and that I love that, and I hope that they maybe open up more of that to artists, to musical artists, not just podcasts. But we'll see where that ends up. Um, there's so much that they could do, and there's so much that they are doing, and, and things take time. I get that, uh, but they are heading in the right direction and seem to be doing more for the artists than they have in the past, and seeming to be trying to do what different companies have been doing and trying to put them all together. So I I hope that they continue with that, and I hope that um, we see some more of that over the next year coming a few years um, because I think that there's some really cool stuff and I hope that they do that so that was the a couple of the audio things in the Apple event that I just thought I would talk about and, and rant on a little bit um, but I, I'm really excited to see what comes out of this and I'm going to talk more about this so if you have more questions or thoughts that you'd like to share with me uh, Twitter at Anna Creates or on Instagram at Anna Creates or my website and just shoot me a message there but that is it for this episode guys thank you so much for listening i will see you in the next one and be sure to go check out the my head my heart release uh, that just came out this week it is in the description of this podcast and the show notes for this podcast so go check that out i will see you in the next episode until then always be creating